Hey, everyone. Welcome to Changemakers, a podcast about becoming an irresistible community. I'm Kelly Lippenholtz, and my ministry partner, Susan Aldridge, and I are exploring how you can change the culture in whatever community you are a part of to a culture of love. If you're a small group leader, a ministry team leader, a church leader, this podcast is for you. It will make your group, team, church, even your family a more loving community. So, Hi, Susan. How you doing today? I'm great, and I am thinking about some irresistible things right now. Oh, do tell. What are you finding irresistible? One of the things I'm finding irresistible is uh, my son's in a new school, and one of the irresistible things is to watch him get ready in the morning. Oh. I don't know if that's irresistible to everyone out there, but when he gets ready, (laughs) he's like, Mom, I just want you to know I'm in a phase of life where I care about what I look like. And he says that? Yeah. Oh my God. And he comes down the stairs and he has this like thing. (laughs) And my daughter and I are just looking at him, like trying not to laugh. And he's like, What about this? And he's in that like middle school phase where, you know, he's growing into his parts, his upper body and lower body are not so much in sync. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) So anyways, middle school boys. That is irresistible. Well, just Jake, but what about you? What's irresistible right now? Um, Black coffee is irresistible to me. I did uh, did Whole30 um, a while ago. And um, if anybody knows Whole30, it's just giving up processed food for a month to kind of you know, reset your body, be healthy. Um, and so I, I didn't have any dairy. So I stopped drinking cream in my coffee and, and sugar. And I love it. I just love coffee. It's irresistible. I mean, like sometimes before I go to bed at night, I'm excited about my coffee in the morning. In the morning. So, I yeah. plan like, okay, I've got to have, if I go on vacation and pack, mm. I'm like, okay, but where am I going to get where the coffee? And it's got to be yeah. this. Yes. <laughs> I'm with you, sister. Um, All right. Well, we have been going through Peter Scazzaro's Emotionally Healthy Discipleship. It's a model for discipleship that changes the culture of church communities, of small groups, of families. And we just want that for nativity. We want to be changed. We want to be different. We want to be love. The end in mind is love. And so we've gone through the six and today we are at, or we've gone through the five. Today we're at number six, which is everyone in full-time ministry. So let's just jump right in and then we'll, we'll review all six before we close out today. Um, what what the heck does it mean that everyone would be in full-time ministry? Like people have jobs. They can be in full-time ministry. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm triggered by that for some reason. I'm in ministry triggered. full-time. Yeah, <laughs> so. right, right. But when I leave church, I don't want to be in ministry anymore. Yeah, but well, we I think we got to define that ministry word. Yeah. Um, we use that word here as serving on the weekend or serving yes, in a but mission. it does have other meanings. Yeah. It does. And so what, um, it's basically that all the time you are light and salt to the world. Oh, so it's well not, said. it's like a, it's like a, 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 not a mindset. It's like a worldview. It's like, <laughs> you just see the world through this lens that I'm here Yes, to go to work, but I can show life-changing love and culture at work. It doesn't mean I have to talk Mm. and verbalize my religious beliefs or anything strong. Yes, it's just being different everywhere, all the time, letting his light shine through. So that's kind of where I see it. Yeah, Um, I mean, the definition of minister is just someone that takes care of the needs of others. mm. That's like the definition of the word minister. Simple. Yeah, that's Simple. all. That's all we're saying. So why do we compartmentalize it? Why is it like, oh, I'm church 
Susan on Sunday, but then maybe at work, I don't ever act or people don't know that I follow Christ or I'm not different. Is that because... I know I've had people be surprised. Church. Humble pie. That's okay. God wait, uses wait, you everyone. you work at a church? I'm like, oh, man. Oh, that's okay. Is that because we're not boring? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. Come on. No, we but be boring. Seriously, we compartmentalize. Most people yeah. do. It's yeah. like, okay. Well, yeah, religion is concept. offensive to some people or right. whatever. You don't want to offend people. But yep. this is not wear it on your sleeve culture. This is just be different be yeah. so loving that people are curious and ask you yeah. what you believe because you're amazing yeah. susan's pounding the table here in the <laughs> in the podcast room i just because again it is yeah it's transformative it will yeah. it is what we're here for heaven will come sooner if we all embrace this and we'll all be <laughs> um you know with yeah. god in heaven so um yeah we just reject the idea that we're passive observers on Sunday, or even if you're in ministry on Sunday, we reject the idea that you're only in ministry when you're volunteering at church. Yeah, we reject that idea. So I know that's going to be a new idea, um, but we we don't want consumers, you know. And it's okay. Yeah, people... what can religion do for me? Right. Like, that's not the mindset. Yeah. That's not the posture of the heart that we're looking for. Not and not for this audience that we're talking to, right? Like we have people that come in the door and they can consume. But eventually, we're going to challenge them to do more. We're eventually, we're going to challenge them to be in ministry here at Nativity. Then we're going to challenge them to be in full-time ministry once they get in a small group and start learning from you, our small group leaders. Um, but we reject the idea that that we are going to be consumers forever. We, we can't just be hearers of the message um, that we hear on the weekend, hearers of the gospel. We want to be living it out. I heard um, a pastor once at Grace Fellowship call that Sunday to Monday faith. Like your faith isn't just activated. Well, it's activated on Sunday, but you carry it through the rest of your week. I think that's why some other churches have like that Wednesday night service because you need a little refill on Wednesday yeah, night. We're you know only what I mean? good on our own. We need to get a deposit of grace and worship and community and then go back out. Yeah. I, I mean, I could see that. That's why we, a lot of our small groups meet on Wednesday. So midweek, Tuesday, Perfect. Wednesday, Thursday, yes. just to get that deposit of truth to carry out into this world. Um, so everyone in full-time ministry, again, is this sixth um, trait or mark mm-hmm. of a uh, church culture that we want to create and become ourselves and be irresistible. And we're, we feel like it's a calling. So the last thing, I mean, Jesus said on earth was to, he commissioned all of us to make disciples. So um, in that obedience and in that mission, we, we know that this is our calling, but how do we get ourselves to prioritize it over all the other things we think we have to Mm -hmm. do or yeah, I mean, it's just our our work just is not separate from our spirituality. So, um, you know, again, it doesn't mean you have to talk about Jesus. You're just caring for the needs of, of others. others. Yeah, I mean, that's worship. make that your priority. Make the silence in the morning your priority. Make integrity and leadership your priority. And these other things are going to fall into place to some degree. So, So how do we do this? Um, you begin to create this community of love in your sphere of influence, no matter where you are at yeah. work on the sidelines. I mean, where else are some places where you are that 
you're being a change maker because I know you do this. Well, I love people. And so I <laughs> recruited. What if you don't love people? <laughs> if you don't love people. Um, you still have you to be will. with people. You, so. yeah, yeah, God will transform. Don't don't worry. But I think, again, it's the things that we can change. It's the words that come about out of our mouths. So, um, you know, on on a regular basis, I'm coaching yeah. or I'm encouraging mm-hmm. um, people on the sidelines in their lives. Um, I think in my friend circles, sometimes I have some friend circles that, again, I have to fight against my old behavior, um, mm. things that... Um, the triggers, right? Used to, yeah, used to... Um, be a, a way of behavior for me that are no longer and whether it's again like some of these little stupid things that we do just talking about others or um, being negative or you know judging all the things yep. that we do like just changing those behaviors shifting those and being aware of what what we're like what what it's like to be on the other side of us yeah yeah it's this this one is really really hard I think not not being in full-time ministry. Like I, I get like caring for the needs of others and loving others all the time and, and being salt and light in the world. But this one gets me. Be active in naming and combating language, attitudes, and behaviors that result from evils such as racism, classism, sexism, and any other ideology that demeans human beings. Get active at naming and combating that language. That's tough to do. Most people aren't willing to do that. And so um, we're going to need some resources on that. <laughs> yeah, we're, we are. So we're going to get to that and we'll offer you the opportunity to talk with us, talk more with us. Yep. Um, you can uh, write us a note, email either of us anytime. We'd love to hear from you and hear your comments, concerns, questions. Yeah. Um, so just we contact us. Yep. We promised you next steps. And that's your next step right now is to drop an email to Susan or I um, just telling us that you're interested in learning more. That's all. It ha- just put that in the subject line. Interested in learning more about EHD, Emotionally Healthy Discipleship. And then we're going to gather a list of people that are interested and we're going to be reaching out to you uh, someday soon um, with next steps. And so as we wrap up today, I just want to remind you of a couple of things. Imagine a church where everyone is in full-time ministry, where people are living out the love of God in their marriages and in their singleness. Imagine a church where people respect one another and speak clearly to one another, where leaders lead from their love of God rather than from authority or power. Imagine a church where each member is aware of and owns their reactions and responses to others, where everyone is slowed down enough to spend time with God. Imagine a church that feels like heaven on earth. That's the kind of community we want here, a community of love. That's what God wants and what Jesus intended when he modeled it for the disciples. And so as we close out this last episode of the podcast, we just want to know that we love you. Thank you for joining us. We want to be the change makers in this community, and we're inviting you to come along with us. Thanks so much for joining us for the podcast, and we'll see you on the weekend.